0: Welcome to Black Girl Burnout. Kelly here. And today is all about how to opt out of perfectionism. This may be something that you're struggling with. If you're like me, it's a lifelong struggle. But today we're going to talk about what perfectionism is, how to start to deal with it, and what kind of mindset shift work we can do to stop you from getting trapped in perfectionism and depriving yourself of your birthright, which is joy. And of course, I will end as always with a healing practice for you all to to utilize. So first, what is perfectionism? If you identify with that term or that seems like it applies to you, then you will probably know it is this constant kind of striving for flawlessness. You know, you want to be perfect in all things. But the downside of that kind of drive and wanting to be perfect is that, of course, nothing ever is right. There's no such thing as perfect. And so when things are not done perfectly, you're more likely to harshly criticize yourself, harshly interact with others, even at times overall, just have feelings of depression. Really, perfectionism is mismanaged anxiety. If you are feeling all kinds of uncomfortable by that definition, trust me, been there, done that. As a perfectionist in recovery, as I say, and I go out of recovery minute by minute, day by day, (laughs) perfectionism has long since been something that I have wrestled with and struggled with and had to learn how to opt out of the struggle that I was having with myself while in perfection mode. Most Black women, I feel like, are high achievers or are working so hard. And for us, it may never be or feel like enough. Like, it feels like there's something more we can do. I don't know a Black woman that doesn't have like a full-time job and two side hustles, is raising children or is balancing having a partner, is excelling at their job. It is exhausting what I hear about the lives of Black women. And yet all of that underneath it is this complete excellence with which I think that we as Black women carry ourselves and strive to, to bring to all areas of our lives. But if we're not careful, driving and striving for excellence can be confused with perfectionism. And when we're in a perfectionist state, it is letting all of our anxieties drive our lives. It is allowing us to feel critical and harsh, first and foremost in ourselves, but also at times with others. It is a great robber and enemy of peace, and of course, a great robber and enemy of joy. Something that we all wanna opt into is our birthright, is our inheritance, and we want to have more of in our lives. So if you have struggled with perfectionism, this episode hopefully will help you to do a mindset shift that is simple, but not easy to do, And also, I'll give you some ideas of how practically you can start a practice for yourself. I always say I am with you on this journey to opting out. I don't do it perfectly all the time. This podcast is a great way of keeping myself accountable to make sure that I'm actually doing the things that I say every week when I'm talking to you all. And perfectionism has been really tough for me because I have always been a person that wanted to be the best at whatever I put my mind to. And while I thought that it was just something that I was doing for me and it's no big deal if I have high standards for myself, I quickly realized that a lot of times if my perfectionism was out of control, it caused conflict with other people. I was not fun to be around. And it also made me have such an extremely negative view of myself. If everything has to be perfect and I'm not perfect, then I just set myself up to be consistently miserable and critical of myself. And that was not a path to joy for myself at all. It was a path to anxiety and a path to symptoms of depression when I would mess up or feel like I wasn't being good enough. It took a lot of years to acknowledge that perfectionism was a negative because in so many ways it had helped me, at least on the outside, excel at all that I did. And once I really came to peace with the fact that, one, I have this struggle, but two, that there is another way and that perfectionism is robbing me of my joy, it motivated me, one, to challenge myself, to make some adjustments, and secondly, to also help other people, On the journey to letting go of perfectionism. Hey, Kelly here. Are you following us on social? If not, what are you waiting for? Let's keep the conversation going. On Instagram and TikTok, it's at Black Girl Burnout, and on Twitter, it's BLK Girl Burnout. And of course, there's our website, blackgirlburnout.com. Connect with us there. All right, now back to the episode. I I I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals this good are hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not Like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel slash burnout the simple mindset shift that I did, again, simple, doesn't mean it's easy, was that I started thinking and replacing perfectionism with this concept of like striving for excellence or perfectionism versus excellence. And when I started exploring, like, what does it mean to be excellent? And when we meet excellent people, what does their lives look like? I thought about people who are stuck in perfectionism and what their lives were like. And I realized some pretty startling differences. People who are perfectionists tend to be anxious folks. And what makes them do the things that they do is this fear of failure. And I can definitely attest to that. Oftentimes I was freaking out about how I would look, how people would perceive me if I failed in a project versus being excited about the project or being excited about whatever I was doing and the fact that it was gonna be successful. People who pursue excellence, though, tend to be more optimistic. They are going in and their driving force on a project, an event, an engagement, a relationship is a desire for success. It's this optimism that it's going to work out, that we're going to do what we need to get done, or I'm going to do what I need to do to be successful. Perfectionism often had me trapped in this need to be right. I had to be right There was no other way to do it but my way, which was not great, as you can imagine, for making friendships or building community another one of our inheritances. When I switched to thinking about being excellent versus perfect, I had to open myself up to the possibility that I'm wrong sometimes. But out of the wrong, usually I learned a lesson. I gave myself permission to fail, and out of failure, I realized I might learn something even greater than what I was trying to accomplish in the first place. I like to tell people some of the best inventions we have in our lives are complete accidents. You think about penicillin, that was a complete accident that the person who discovered that found it. And yet it saves lives. Antibiotics save millions of lives every day. Being open to being wrong gives you an opportunity for growth perfectionism is harsh and critical. People who adopt a spirit of excellence are welcoming and encouraging. They reach out to others. They want people around them. They are fun to be around because they're great at everything they do, but they don't let other people's differences stop them from enjoying the group, enjoying people around them. Most importantly, Perfectionism creates this all-or-nothing thinking. And when we're in an all-or-nothing thought process, it's almost entirely impossible to be happy. If it is either right or wrong, 100% or zero, we're not going to be joyful because the world is so full of gray. There is so many things that are kind of right and kind of wrong, mostly wrong, a little right, mostly right, a little wrong. There are a lot of times that we have to live in the in-between, that there is no 100 most of the times in our life and there is no zero, that most of the time given the day where we are, it's like I'm an 80 today, I'm 20 some days. We cannot live in a world that allows us to have one or the other option and they're so extreme. When we live in a space of excellence, we make room for the fact that there is a lot of gray in the world, and that we're just going to set a reasonable standard for ourselves that allows us to be successful and to be good or excellent at whatever we're striving for, but leaves room for happiness and for joy. That's the other piece. When you're all or nothing, joy is not in the equation. It's only when you leave room for joy and you redefine success that you find and arrive at peace and joyfulness. I wanna be clear too, as always, that particularly in the Black community, perfectionism and perfectionism amongst women, it's coming out of a very real historical context. There was not a lot of room for error in slavery times, for example, when we're dealing with Black Americans. There has not been a lot of room or margin for error for folks across the diaspora who have immigrated to other countries, to Black women across the globe who have been marginalized and underappreciated and have had to work twice as hard as everybody else just to get, as they say, half as far. Perfectionism has almost been put in us to strive for this standard that doesn't exist because we are constantly being measured by a standard that is unrealistic and doesn't exist. What is good enough for one is simply failure for us. So I wanna honor that if you struggle with perfectionism, particularly as a black woman, that some of that is just coming from the cultural lies and myths that we have been taught about what is good enough for us versus good enough for someone else. And yet, opting out of struggle means leaving behind that lie, means telling yourself that this is unacceptable and it's not true, that perfectionism will keep you in struggle, and you may accomplish many, many things, but I promise you one of them won't be joyful living. So let's think about what our practice can be then if we are going to start on this journey to opting out of perfectionism. I think part of the thing that we can do here that will get you on the road to managing perfectionism is really doing some personal work around creating a plan that stops your anxiety from getting out of control, that allows you to let go of control, and allows you to take care of yourself. So before we tackle perfectionism and all the mental shifts that you need to make for it that we talked about today, I want you just to think about injecting and infusing some mindfulness into your day. If perfectionism is mismanaged anxiety, then part of the cure for that is just making sure that we are taking care of ourselves and our anxiety and stress levels during the day. Commit to managing any feelings of discomfort or anxiety or frustration through mindfulness and self-regulation practices, that means simple things like taking a deep breath, doing having seven, four, eight breathing, where you breathe in for seven, you hold your breath for four counts, and then you exhale for eight. Doing that in five minute stretches will be powerful for you for regulating your nervous system. Making sure you, now that maybe for some of us the weather is getting better, that we get some time in nature, even if it's a walk around the block or getting up to walk for our next coffee break. Put things into your day that will help you regulate your anxiety. I know that may seem like it doesn't have the most direct impact on perfectionism, but I promise you it will. It will also go a long way for you to to build breaks into your day so that when your anxiety comes down, your desire to be perfect will go down with that. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. Give me and the team so much energy, and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.